we have been blasted in the mainstream media about the property market. Is it that bad? Is there any good? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it raw, what we're seeing on the coalface. morning well very good morning happy thursday do you know this is my happy. second ever morning minutes ever oh <laughs> anthony new yeah. to morning minutes what Definitely. do you Hello, do about that? tell us tell us more about yourself about myself well i started in may this year so i've been here for a handful of months now in within the media team so doing what nat pat does working closely alongside her and the head of the creative media team, Lisa Glynn. But since uh, Jessica Patterson has departed, I'm slowly transitioning over into the sales team, working beneath Mark and also Lisa as well. So at the moment I'm spinning many plates and wearing many hats, but I'm absolutely loving it. So that's uh, me. And, and you're a weapon. Ah, thank you. You are a weapon. Well, this lady's incredible. To be able to come on and do a live alone is bloody incredible. Now, let's. Um, today's about educating everyone out there that's looking at the media. They're reading headlines in media. They're reading headlines about doom. They're reading headlines about gloom. Now, we're not going to be here to sell peace, love, and mung beans and say to everyone it's going to be okay. Don't worry, it's all flowers. It's not. But we're going to be. Up, we're going to tell you that some cold, raw facts. Now, I love as Anthony that you um, uh, are new to the industry, so you can ask some uh, some questions that are probably. Uh, your everyday consumer questions that you've, you've noticed or observed out there starting the last six months in real estate. Um, so hot off, hot off the press, what do you want to talk about? Any pressing questions? <laughs> well, what have I seen? Well, I suppose prior to starting yeah. in real estate, even before COVID a couple of years ago, house prices were absolutely unattainable for someone like myself. I'm single, living in one of the most affluent areas in Sydney. So since COVID and all of that has happened, I just feel like that price bubble has burst a little bit. And now they, the prices around the Northern beaches in particular do seem a little bit more affordable for someone who is a single person, one income, um, a first home property buyer. Would you say that that is or isn't correct? Yeah, look, I, I think, um, I think yeah, affordable is a great word. Um, I think affordable is a great word. And how, when's enough enough? And when you look at how much capital growth property owners have had or how much cake property owners have had to eat, it's probably got to a stage where that's enough cake. Um, and then you looked at, you know, people, <coughs> affordability for, for first-home buyers trying to get into the market or affordability of people trying to upgrade. And it was like, now it's your turn for some cake. And that's called affordability, I think, where instead of making the rich get richer, it's now giving opportunities to people to come into the market at a price point that we haven't seen in a while. So yeah, I agree. And when I hear the media talking about so much doom and gloom, I've only recently started within the last, I don't know, six weeks doing open homes. 
and the last weekend we just had it was absolutely gangbusters we had so many people coming through all of the open homes 13 you were at kingsway on saturday we had 13 groups through on a half an hour open that's just ridiculous for a two-bedroom apartment in dy so i am getting a little bit of mixed opinions with what's happening on the floor versus what i'm reading in the media well, and don't forget, guys, we, the, the thing I love about um, social media, um, well-reported news is it's, it's instant. Um, and often often the media that you're reading, uh, headline media, mainstream media, it's, it's uh, sometimes sensationalised, but more often than not, it's a little bit slower. So by the time they're getting that quality of information, it can take, uh, it can take you know, days, weeks, or even months in some circumstances of information. So, yeah absolutely this weekend last weekend the numbers are up massively um now the exciting the exciting thing for me to put the way i put that into perspective in 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 our in, in around the northern beaches is i actually as as a as a practitioner and real estate of of 20 30 years i didn't know where the floor in the market was i didn't know how low we could go um and and i can definitely say that we were and i, I stress the word were free falling on price a little bit with these attendances in the last in the last sort of seven to 21 days really like people coming through open houses really ramping up I feel like that there's now a floor in the market where we're actually we've stabilised out, um, and we're probably going to be sort of going to be um, you know levelling out in in most sectors of the market with with those attendances that have come through. Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, I sure certainly hope so. I mean, it has been a bit of a whirlwind since I've started. That's absolutely for sure. Do you think, Mark? because you have worked in the industry and you are such a, a well, I don't know, rehearsed practitioner within this industry. Do you think that what the media well is- Well rehearsed, a well rehearsed practitioner. <laughs> well, for lack of a better word, there we go, Mark the King. <laughs> doctor, doctor. <laughs> Do you think that what the media is saying with regards to Sydney prices is 100% correct? within our little Northern Beaches community. That is where we do the bulk of our sales and rental. Is it really reflected in this Northern Beaches market to the rest of the Sydney area? Um, look, uh, to give the guys some credit, it's, you know, I, I think media is the best it's ever been, but I, I do think it's, it's patchy um, at times because it's not as localized as we want it to be. Um, and what's actually happening in our sector is different to what's happening in other sectors. Um, I know when that market started doing really, really well, we felt it first. The Northern Beaches felt it first. Like we were seeing this price, this this price growth go crazy. Realestate.com was saying your area is going crazy, and then probably about three to six months, media conned onto it. Um, so yeah, I, I do think. In most parts, it's accurate, but they just simply can't report in all, you know, on every sector of the market. So that's where, you know, our stuff comes in. Um, Anthony's got a great comment. Do you want to read that out for us? Yeah, sure. So Anthony Week has just commented: people may turn up, which is awesome. 
However, from a financial side, we are seeing so many people not being able to borrow what they want to spend, which is definitely a great comment. Mark, what are your thoughts on the financial side of trying to borrow money to purchase a house and get your foot in the market? Um, this is interesting because it's very embarrassing. Um, it's not public knowledge. It's not, you don't turn up to a barbecue. Uh, you may turn up to a barbecue and say, look, you know, I saw a really nice house down the road, up the road that's sold. Uh, that's one thing. But to say, I looked at a really nice house and I couldn't afford it, I couldn't get the money. It's not really something that's monitored or until you hear from people like Anthony, um, you don't really um, understand what's happening on that market. I agree because your assessment rate, so when you were borrowing money at 2% and they were assessing you at 6%, you perhaps got the loan. But now when you're borrowing the money, uh, when you're borrowing money at 4% and they're assessing you at maybe 7 8 or 9%, then suddenly you don't look that good on paper. And I do think that, yes, there's people out there. We are starting, with, with these big numbers that are coming through, we are seeing these guys make a move and, and, and actually do their purchases, Anthony. Um, we're not seeing them fall short on finance um, as yet. But I do reckon that's been a struggle the last three months where people have said, we'll wait and see what's going to happen with, with property prices, not realising that it was a double-edged sword. They, they're thinking, okay, now I'm going to wait another three months from today or another six months from today and the ability to get a loan is just absolutely blowing up uh, because your assessment, the rate of assessment uh, has changed. The amount of paperwork that you need for a loan these days, the amount of compliance that you need for a loan these days, the thresholds that they're, they're, that people, yeah, you have to get through these days for lending is just absolutely incredible. Um, so I, I think behind the scenes, Anthony's right, um, yeah. but the bottom line is these numbers that are coming through, they're buying. So and we are seeing do, more. Do you recommend people to wait and see what happens or just jump in now? I mean, if you're buying and selling in the same market, is that not better than buying in this market and then selling in what could be an even worse market down the track? Um, look, uh, unfortunately, I'm, it's a biased answer I'm going to give everyone, uh, but, but trying, you know, buy now. Um, <laughs> but I, I think giving people the information to... To make to make a really good decision is is important and and the best um uh the best way i could put it is if it's essential um you got to do it yeah. and i mean that and i and, and, and I'm, I'm finding that that's bringing i saw inflation's come under control for a month i don't know if that means anything but you know, people's discretionary spending now is going back to what's essential. They're not buying stuff that they don't need, um, which I found was happening in the last. You know, like I, I use the comment: people were eating cake. People weren't really doing stuff essential. But to, on the back of you answering your question, um, and on the back of not being biased, I think if if you're doing something that is good for your family. Um, if you're doing something that's essential for you, like you're a first home buyer, um, and you, you need to you need a place to live uh, when you move out of home, or you don't want to rent. Um, I th I don't really think you can go wrong. I think you will get a second job, a third job. You will um, 
you will find a means to survive. Um, so I, I, I would say if it's essential for you to buy an investment property, um, there may be some huge tax incentives. If it's essential for you guys um, to upgrade your home because you're in a, a one-bedroom unit and you've got two kids or you're in a two-bedroom unit and you've got two kids, you need to go to a townhouse, a three-bedroom unit. Yeah. That stuff, I really think get in early, get in fast before it gets too hard. And if anyone's got any comments on that, love to hear it. I mean, that's great feedback. And like everyone would now know, I'm very new into this industry, so I'm still trying to figure out what's actually happening and I mean coming into this all I've now got all of this new information that I previously didn't have beforehand like with the prices and everything else but then seeing how many people are still coming to open homes it does show me that yes there isn't much stock on the market but there are a lot of people that are like you said in that market where they do need to it is essential for them to secure themselves a home for whatever reason it that may be. And you know, um, oh, I love. I heard a quote the other day from Harry Trigoboff. Um, it was this great session that he was doing with uh, a lady called Erin. She used to report on the football, um, and he was saying, "He said, you know what? I'm in the I'm in the best business." And she says, "Why is that?" He said, "I've got the best partners." She said, "You've got partners?" He said, "Yeah, I've got the best partners." She said, "What do you mean?" He said, "My partners are the banks." And my partners are the Australian government. They're my partners in, in business. Now, this guy's developed 70,000 units. He's the biggest developer. I'm glad Australia's you said that because I was had. about to say, forgive my naivety, I have no idea who Harry Triggerboff is. <laughs> yep. So, so he's, he's scaled. He's educated. He's 87, I think, 89, whatever years of age. He's been doing it all of his life in Australia, most parts in Sydney. And it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'd love to know what's going on in your head, mate, because you've seen, you've seen this stuff um, before. Like you've seen these cycles, and we are in cycles. Uh, and what is your opinion on it? And I loved his answer, saying that he's he's got the best partners in 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 Australia, in, the, in Australia, being the banks, being the government, because he said they have an interest in property the same as he has an interest in property. They want to they want to make sure that market doesn't tank and they want to make sure that market doesn't go through the roof. They want to they want a strong, you know, uh, sturdy, sound property market. They don't want a booming. They don't want a busting. They just want to gradually, um, which I'll come around to in a second about property prices, what they're going to be doing in the future, in my opinion. But I think, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in property and you are worried, i.e. you own a property or you're going to be buying a property, just remember it's a $10 billion, um, $10 trillion economy. And I think the uh, the share market came in at about a $3 trillion um, economy. Um, so we want to protect where the, where the masses of money yeah, Money's are sitting in the Australian market. Yeah. And circling back to what you had just said about what you think prices will be doing, can I pick your brain a little bit more maybe uh, about that? Not yeah, so um, Anthony's not a real estate agent. I think yeah. Anthony's a mortgage broker. Um, I would say somewhere in the financial industry for sure. I'd say. Uh, now, yeah, 
this is interesting because I get asked like thousands and thousands of times I've been asked about what's the property market? What do you reckon about the property market at the moment? What do you reckon about the property market? And I think the best way to put it in a couple of sentences is this. It's been very, and that's a, you know, what do you think about the property market? Where it's coming, where it's coming, where it's come from and where it's going. This is the best attitude I reckon for people to have. It's been an excellent property market the last hundred years. And I reckon it's going to be an ex excellent property market the next hundred years. Oh, we can quote Mark on that. Full stop. Amen. Like that is at, at the end of the day, that's it. At the end of the day, we're looking at it. We're micromanaging this market within days, weeks and months. And I think it is just such a long-term thing as an investment with stamp duty. Um, and... And I think it's 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 just you know it, it's it will it always has performed it always will perform you pro probably don't need to say anything more like it's been good the next hundred, last hundred years it'll be good the next hundred years. One thing I want everyone to to watch, monitor, and realise that I don't see anyone doing the market. Oh, there's there's Anthony. He's got 130 brokers. He's managing. There you go. He'd have a really good cross section of what people are doing. We should loop him in and alive one day. We should bring him in. Yeah. Um, Anthony, the, um, the there's a thing called a rolling average um, in 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 property prices, and people affectionately have always referred to this rolling average this way. They've said property values double in ten years. Property values double in seven years. Property values double in ten years. That rolling average is about 10%, sorry, about 100%. It's about, which is about compounded, it's per year, it's a little bit different. But if your your property prices have doubled, you've done 100% growth on the value of the property yeah. over a 10 year period. The exciting thing for me, and I'm a figures man, the exciting thing for me is RP data, who watch, who reports every sale in every suburb. They have a rolling average on every suburb. Watch that. You can ask your real estate agent, you can join RP data and have a look. Ask what the rolling 10 year average. Some real estate agents don't even know how to get this how to get this number out of the out of RP data. But I can tell you suburbs like DY and the Northern Beaches are sitting at about 105% on a rolling 10 year average. That is awesome. Houses, houses are doing 160 to 170% on a rolling 10-year average. Wow. I think they're going to, yep. Yeah. Wow. Mark's favourite word, wow. Wow, wow, we wow. Yeah. So, I, so on the back of that, I reckon houses will may, may level out a lot longer than what units will. Okay, interesting. Well, Time will tell. I'm happy to be guided by you in all things real estate. Um, we'll see what happens. See what happens. Thank, I could so, talk. I, I, I'm going to shut up about this. This is some. This is something <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm really passionate about. about. Yeah. Anthony, thank you so much for um, for the Q and A. More than welcome. Thank you for joining me this morning. I know I've gained a lot of very beneficial insight into the industry so thank you for that and i'm sure all of our viewers this morning have also managed to take away something uh within today's 
horror property surprise. It's the localized version. I love it. Yeah. All right. See you soon. Bye, guys. Take care. Thanks, Edge. See everyone. Thanks for watching. Any Thank questions, let us know after. See ya. Bye bye. <laughs>